red leather, yellow leather. She sells seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. Betsy bought some butter, but the butter was bitter, so Betsy bought some better butter to make the bitter butter better. Blake's blokes back breaks broke. What to do to die today at a minute or two till two? A distinctly difficult thing to say, but harder still to do. For the beat a tattoo at a minute to two with a rat tattoo and the dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two till two today at a minute or two till two. All of my drama nerd friends are cringing right now, and so are you, because I am ridiculous. Anyways, that was just me doing my vocal warm-ups and self-flagellation for the day. Hi, I'm Bodie the Movie Maker. This is the Northport 1999 podcast. Did you know that there is a video version of this podcast? It was recorded live on Facebook streaming, Facebook Live. Nick Hansen was a great guest. And so if you want to watch that, check that out on YouTube at the YouTube channel Bodie the Movie Maker or on Facebook at the Facebook page, Northport Story. Anyhow, what the hell are you doing, Bodie? You're an author who goes by Bodie the Movie Maker. You're publishing a podcast before your book is yet available to buy by the public, but your book is on Patreon. Who do you think you are, and why don't you go shove it? Good question. Good questions all around. I don't have a great answer. I'm a creative. And I'm trying to figure it out one step at a time. I'm trying to figure out how to market my work, how to build an audience, really how to get it to you. Because I know deep down that you will appreciate it. Because what I'm doing is I'm putting my joy, my fascination, my inspiration into creating something. And a big part of me believes that it's going to resonate with you. And as I am just fumbling around and improvising my way through life, figuring out how to grow an audience and meet new people, how to meet you, I'm experimenting with podcasts, with live streaming, with Patreon. But I can tell you one thing for certain. This book is 79,000 and some odd words, and it is done. It is now in the hands of an amazing proofreader who is two-thirds of the way through the book. But if you want access to the book before it is published to the public, go to patreon.com forward slash Bodie the Movie Maker, spelled B-O-D-H-I, and you can get early exclusive access. And you know what else you get for joining? You get early exclusive access to all the art. We got a whole bunch of amazing illustrations of the characters and the creatures. We've even got a map of the world of Northport. It's amazing. And you will get your name put in the back of the book, credited as a founding member. And if you choose a secret code name, because remember, Northport 1999 has espionage, it has secret agents, it has spies. So if you choose your code name, you will also have that credited next to your in real life name. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into this live stream that I recorded with Nick last week, being October, a few days before Halloween of 2021. Okay, enjoy. We're figuring things out as we go. This is the Halloween theme. 
things are bound to go scary. Technical difficulties are very scary. If you've ever experienced them, you would know. That's technical difficulties for you. That's life. Anyhow, welcome to the Northport 1999 podcast, inspired by the book with the same name, where we talk about the book and other horror-related topics. I am your host, Bodhi the Movie Maker. Today, I'm going to be talking with Nick Hansen. He's a filmmaker who has multiple projects in the works right now, including an episodic series called The Groomsman. Can't wait to chat more about that in a bit. I will also be quizzing Nick with horror and Halloween-related trivia, and he's going to be playing for a prize. So for those of you who don't know, Northport 1999 is a sci-fi horror crossed with a spy thriller set in a fictional reimagining of 1990s Duluth, Minnesota. The story follows a group of small town heroes who find themselves pitted against monsters, cyborgs, and mad scientists. The book is currently only available on Patreon. To get access, sign up as a founding member on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bodhi the Movie Maker, and you spell Bodhi, B-O-D-H-I. The first two segments are up. The third is coming soon. When you sign up, not only do you get access to writing, but you're going to get credited in the back of the book as a founding member when it is published. Uh, you're also part of the creative development. It's a community. This project is moving forward and being on Patreon, being a founding member, you're helping that happen. So book one is written, book two and three are in process, and the project is being developed into cinema, a board game and a video game. So now I'm going to bring Nick on. We're going to get talking. Here he is. Hello there. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Can you can you hear me okay? You are coming through loud and clear. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Got a little teeny background music there. Don't let it throw you. How are you? I am doing quite well. I'm really excited uh, to be on the live stream with you tonight. Um, and I have read the first segment of Northport and was absolutely blown away by this world that you have created. Uh, the, really, I mean, the writing is so good and the characters are so, um, uh, they're, they're heartfelt, but they're, they're like people that you feel like you know, but they have their own individual thing going on. Like, and the, I, I don't know if we, we probably can't do like spoiler alerts, but Oh, don't worry. Yeah, you can talk about because the Patreon members have got segment one and two, and uh, you know, so we can we can venture into some spoilers. Don't worry yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but I just wanted to say that out of the gate, uh, amazing, uh, amazing work, um, and I, I can't wait to see what happens next. I just a page or two into the second segment, uh, so I'm going to read the. The, the rest of it soon and um, get on that Patreon to get the, the third one. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, well, you, hey, it just means so much that you're reading it and uh, you know what it's like. It's crazy to take something from your mind and give it to somebody else for them to experience it. It means yes. a lot. Um, and when did you start uh, writing Northport? 
Yeah, so it started as like a short film script in 2017, and then I laid it down for a while. And then at the beginning of COVID, that's when um, I started going back to it. And my my mother, who I was telling the story idea to, was like, where does this monster come from? Like, what's the backstory? And I had, uh, excuse me, yeah, I, I didn't really have any answer to that. And when I started making up those answers, all these layers started revealing themselves and all this story. And so beginning of the pandemic. Fascinating. It's so, so pretty recent and uh, your uh, explanation and description of Northport is so like, that that was one of my favorite elements of it and northport is duluth essentially right yeah yeah it's um you know you can think of it as duluth in every way except it that a lot of the names are different some of them aren't um it, yeah it was a creative choice to go to just call it northport but it has an aerial lift bridge it's, you know, it's got Lake Superior, um, but it really is about channeling everything I love most about Duluth and, you know, uh, it's a it's a place full of like storytelling. I mean, everything is just inspiring here. So it had to be here, had to be set here. Yeah, and I, and it's hard without going into like specific passages, but like the way that you, you described the, the history of Duluth and, and, and what it's like now, like, it's just one of the best, like multi-layered explanations of it that, you know, I've seen. And so that to me was, you know, awesome. And, uh, if, if someone's coming to visit Duluth, you know, I'll oftentimes throw out some of those stats. It's the largest surface area lake in the world. You know, in the yeah. 1920s, there were more millionaires per capita. There's yeah. this strange backstory. And then this this really awesome, you know, place that it's uh, become and, and the different characters that you, uh, you know, selected to represent that, I think, are uh, are, are really perfect. Yeah, well, you being here longer than I have, that means a lot. I mean, I moved here in 2015 and you were already established. I don't know if you were born here or I haven't asked you before, but uh, you being here longer than me, it means a lot that you see Duluth in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I grew up here, you know, moved away and went to college um, when I was 18. It was uh gone till i was about 25 and then was back for a few years um from like 2012 to 2015 ish and then uh moved away again and so when i came back um you know after having been gone for a while i think i kind of saw it through new eyes a little bit um and and that's what it, it feels like with uh your description you know it's like um uh, it's somebody who is uh, a writer who has taken it all in and observed it over like a period of time. Cause I don't think you could have gotten the descriptions you have without kind of really experiencing the area for uh, several years, you know, like you have. 
uh, and really channeled, uh, really, really channeled that. Right. To fill in the listener a little bit, like what you're talking about, I, I, I did not make up much in the, in terms of the location or the buildings or the, uh, arc, the architecture or, you know, the geographic geological features, the geography. So I took like everything I've learned about this region and it's how it originated. You know, like you said, it legend has it the most millionaires per capita in the United States. And some say the world, like all that is true. And I just took it and called it Northport. And for me, the reason setting it in a 1990s, uh, we'll talk about the 90s later, but the reason it's a fictionalized Duluth is this is such a unique and epic place. And in my story world, things that happen, uh, things happen that don't happen in real life. And so I just wanted to have that one step removed. But if you were to, like you said, you just got back to Northport earlier, you know, if you were to step into the world of Northport, you would recognize every detail of it as Duluth until you uh, peered into the shadows. Absolutely. Then... Yeah. And it's like it, Duluth really does have that kind of ethereal nature about it that leaves a lot of room for interpretation. And so, you know, it seems like that is what you've done is you've crafted this whole universe, this kind of portal, if you will, uh, this portal uh north this north portal um <laughs> and and created this this universe and maybe there's uh thousands of these of these universes within uh, i'm getting a little esoteric here but you've you've, you've found a, you you found a universe here uh and and crafted this world um really really spectacularly so was it uh i mean pandemic so we're looking at like a year and a half ago pandemic started so which year did you how long you know did it take you yeah. to write these um these segments and, and and how many segments are uh, currently completed yeah so i started writing the book in earnest like developing the small little screenplay script i had into a larger book in around april of 2020 around the time we started lockdown, um, April, May-ish. And then I finished the first book, which is 80,000 words, uh, Summer Solstice. Okay. I forget what day that is, but Summer Solstice, I can remember that. June 21st-ish, maybe? Right. Or September. I, I always forget. So, yeah, it was, it was this. Yeah, it's June, and it was this year, 2021. So it took me that long and now I'm doing uh, working with professional proofreader, the same one we worked with on my mother's memoir, and she's two thirds of the way through the book. So there's um, there's about 10 segments and they're all like 20,000 words each. So like an hour of reading each. And I've put out two. The third one's coming shortly. So, yeah. And awesome. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to it's fun to share the story and to share my love of this place. And like you said, the ethereal nature you get when you're next to the lake and the fall colors and just the epic weather. I mean, coming from California, 
the the first night I moved into this house, June 30th, 2015, was the first time I experienced lightning and thunder that only Minnesota knows. Yes. It's, it's like this purple, it just illuminates the sky purple and it's just rapid, like boom, boom, boom. And I had no idea that lightning could just keep going. And uh, that type of stuff is everything that's sort of the the inspiration for like the, the vibe of this story. Totally. Yeah. Well, very, very cool. I'm glad that I get to share this with you. I'm excited to share more of it with you soon. Now, Nick, like I was saying, you're kind of an OG in the Duluth indie filmmaking scene because when I first came here, 2015, shortly after moving here, I went to the Duluth Superior Film Festival and you were screening something. Yes. Uh, the trailer for Salatium. And then the next year you were screening Salatium and you were at all this stuff. So you were there from the beginning for me. And um, so, oh, and recently I was at the dentist and telling them that I'm a, you know, a filmmaker. And they're like, do you know Nick Hansen? I was <laughs> like, of course I do. Who is so, your dentist? Or can you say on the... Uh, on <sighs> Um, I'm, I'm trying, it's a last name and it's a, a man and a woman and a dentist and she's, okay. yeah, I forget their last name. It was one of those Quist last names. Everybody here is a Nordquist or a Lundquist or a, oh yes. Yeah. yeah strong Quist. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, you got multiple things going. Um, you got Hamlet 2020, Heart of Cinema. You got Groomsmen, which you've put out two episodes already. You're working on the third. Tell me about what's going on. Tell me about these. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the one that's freshest on my mind is Hamlet 2020 because we just filmed kind of the last bigger scene of it this past weekend at uh, Green Screen Studios in St. Paul, which if you're ever looking for like an awesome studio space they it's really cool they have like a big green screen and then they have a, a screening room and that was actually our set because um the scene that we were doing is act three scene two which is the the play within a play which at uh in our version is a movie within a movie um and so we you know we started this project right like when the pandemic started basically like April, 2020, and we're just trying to figure out a way to um, produce a film in this new thing that we found ourselves in where it was like, you can't be around other people to film. And so the first act was all like um, Zoom calls and FaceTime recorded calls and that kind of thing. And then like when restrictions loosened for a little bit, we did like outside, filming with masks on and so we've been through kind of every era of the pandemic with it and um obviously you know i always underestimate the amount of time it takes to do things and so i'm like oh hamlet well we'll have this puppy wrapped up in in six weeks you know uh or, or in six months you know i have learned enough to know that it would probably be take a while but now it's uh a year and a half later and uh, we are basically done with uh principal photography we do have you know a few like transition scenes you know to to get still but it felt, it felt really good to get that last bigger one because it's been quite a journey we do have a 
and Indiegogo going for that right now. We have $155 out of 10,000 that we're looking for. So we didn't exactly jump out of the game super fast. So if you're wanting to support uh, independent film project listeners, you know, throw us two bucks. You know how it goes. We'll, we'll put it up on the screen. We'll, we'll try to keep making progress. So that's been uh, just kind of for the past week. So thinking about that. And Heart of Cinema is a mockumentary that we made in uh, Miami during the uh, pandemic and it's about two characters Ed and Z who are trying to figure out the truth uh, in America and what's happening during the pandemic and they interview a bunch of different people about their experiences while they're kind of on their own adventure and they're eventually told, told by this mystic uh, the shark man that they have to go to Duluth to find the truth and so the third act then uh, takes place in Duluth and turns into kind of like a uh, uh, an FBI chase movie where the authorities start to think that they're Russian spies. So it's got a lot of levels. Wow. And, uh, that one is in the editing process as well. Um, and then with the groomsmen, we filmed uh, the first episode was released on this platform called Piranha Vision, which is an LA based uh, streaming service and a really cool site and so you know i think for like a dollar 99 a month you get access to some great films and uh art and music and so we were excited to to get on there and i had met them because i was acting in some other uh projects that they're putting out um so that that has been cool and we Film the second episode and are basically done with it we haven't released it yet we have like a tiny bit of fine tuning and then i think it's gonna potentially go on the Vision platform as well. And then the third episode we shot a couple months ago, and that one uh, we haven't started editing yet. So everything is, it's been a big year of like a lot of filming. And um, so they're all kind of in the post-production phase now, uh, which is um, in a way it's really nice uh, because yeah you know, can kind of take some time to edit those um, and, and and keep making progress there. But that's kind of the the gist of uh, the film projects that we're working on. Yeah, yeah, well, going right into winter, perfect time for editing a whole bunch of stuff. For anybody who's joining now, I'm talking with Nick Hansen, filmmaker. This is the Northport 1999 podcast. I'm your host, Bodhi the Movie Maker. Uh, to get early access to the book and to get credited in the back of the book as a founding member when it's published, join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bodhi the Movie Maker, B-O-D-H-I. And again, thanks to all the founding members. You guys are making this possible and warming my heart. So another thing I want to tell you, Nick, is that the founding members, we have a online community, Discord, Facebook group, um, and we have code names for each other because as you know, Northport is, as you will learn more as you read more, as the layers unfold, as the layers reveal themselves, espionage comes into play. Um, That's another thing, I, sorry, keep going. I was fascinated because there was a little at the beginning of, I read the first couple pages of the second segment and they threw in the spy thing and I was like, oh my God, uh, yeah. it makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's there's you're gonna keep learning more about that, and 
you know, I mean, in a world where there are creatures and monsters and what abilities do they have? Of course, governments would want to know and they'd want to be in control. And that's where espionage and spies come into play. And who knows what's going to happen? Anyhow, so we got our the founding members are told, you know, they get to choose names. And um, so we got Blue Suede Sue. And because I'm the writer, I, I just chose the lazy choice and I, I stole the narrator's name, the Midnight Man. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a handful of other ones. And um, what do you think your code name slash secret agent name would be if you were in the world of Northport? You don't have to come up with it now. It's it's a big decision. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I I don't know why, but the uh, the the name Drake popped into my head. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe and uh, I got a I just ate a salad, so maybe Drake salad or maybe it's uh, kind of like a. That's good. Dragon is, you know, and it's kind of, it yeah. feels, feels kind of KGB too. Drake, Drake off. Yeah. Dra- yeah. Oh, let me, uh, I do have a bit of a, you know, Russian accent I can tap into. Uh, so maybe it could be some sort of, uh, that's actually my character from Heart of Cinema. His name is Ed Fedora. So that could maybe be my, my code name, uh, Ed Fedora for uh, wow. Yeah. Could be good. Yeah. I love that. You got it down. That's good. I'll go El Fedora. Big, big, man. There'd be good things there at Northport. You're doing good stuff, boy. It's going to go right to the top, man. Right to the top. Let's go. <laughs> Somehow, I'm scared of that guy. He's He's got <laughs> demons. No, that's good. That's Hey, all right. Well, we know who to cast for the Russian operative. You need the Russian operative, I'll be your guy. No problem. Yeah, damn right. And we'll, you know, we're doing short films and proofs of concept in the future. And well, uh, that's, you know, I was going to say, like, as you're, and that's the cool thing about it, as writing, it, it works totally on its own as a, as a book. You wouldn't need to do anything else but do a book because it stands on its own like that. But it's also like, Gosh darn! This thing could be adapted into a sweet, sweet uh, TV series uh, as well, or podcast, like whatever you know, whatever other ways it could be adapted. But it, it uh, that's the cool thing about it, and and I like the way that you're uh, presenting it, and this with the Patreon membership and forming the community with it. I think that's so cool um to um to find the unique way that you found to release the story and to do it by pieces um and and the live stream that you're doing with it i mean i think you're in a way putting on a clinic for uh this is a way to do it this is a way to release your story in the in the 21st century you know that uh people could emulate and um whether they're using the exact same tools, whether they're using Patreon or, or whatever else, like what you're doing and the way you're doing it, I think is, uh, is, is really cool. Oh, that means a lot. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's a multimedia thing because like, you know, like my co my host name, Bodhi, the movie maker, my goal is to, for this to be cinema. It started as a short film and it didn't need to have a backstory. You know, it was a monster and it was somebody getting, monstered you know yeah but then all those layers came and i was like oh this is this could be an episodic series and and just committing to writing a book and 
that I, I always knew that I want it to be cinema and I want it to be experienced in many ways. And uh, I just want to share it. And the book is kind of the perfect way to like own the IP, put it out there, start forming an audience. Anyways, you, you, you totally get where, where I'm going. And, uh, and it'll eventually make the film so much richer too, or the film or TV series, because you'll have, won't have jumped into it. Like I've done so many times on so many projects, you know, which there's something to be said for just jumping into filming, but there's also a lot to be said for building this whole universe. And then when you, and everyone's going to know exactly what it is. And then when you do put it on the screen, it's going to be a lot richer uh, experience, I think. Oh, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, don't uh, don't down yourself because, you know, you're creating the universe of Nick Hansen and being a filmmaker. And, you know, for me, uh, I, 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 I feel a lot of joy that I get to say this difficult time in the world, this unprecedented difficult time um, has given me an opportunity. And I just feel yeah. joy that I get to use it. And would I have written a novel uh, and started the next two if I wasn't being a hermit with zero distractions and only socializing over a camera like this, you know, like, Hey, it's a tough, it's a tough question. So I'm just feeling grateful for the opportunity. And, uh, and I, I make, and people like you who inspire me, you know, every day I see your stuff, I'm, I'm inspired to, I'm inspired to keep it going. So you're going to play trivia for a prize. Trivia. Yes. Let's go. All right. So got a few different, uh, uh, groupings here. We're going to start with some Halloween horror stuff. So trivia question number one, and I'm going to give you multiple choices. Okay. What is a male witch called? Is it A, a ghoul? Is it B, a warlock? Or is it C, a lawyer? I've, wow. I'm going to go C, lawyer. <laughs> I'll, uh, yes. Bing, bing, bing. We'll give you that one. Is it really? No, it's a warlock. But... Warlock, of course. Okay. Well, I've met some some pretty witchy lawyers uh, before as well. So I've. It's acceptable. I mean, it's it's acceptable. The warlock. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Which is warlock? <clears throat> Trivia question number two. Legend has it, if someone has a long middle finger. They might be a certain type of creature. What creature is it? A, a vampire. B, a stick insect. Or C, a werewolf. What was the second one? A stick insect. Still, oh, a stick insect. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm going to have to go stick insect. And... and are you sure? I am. You're seeing that my uh, my horror trivia game is not uh, totally high level. So am I sure? No, but I'm actually going to switch my answer to vampire. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, but the werewolf, the werewolf with the claws and the hands, could there be something there? I'm going to switch it to werewolf. I'm going werewolf. Okay, you slid into the finish line. Werewolf. You got it. it. That is it the is. correct answer. I just had to talk through it a little bit. Okay, nice. Yep, you're good. I have the 
advantage of having the answers in front of me. I didn't know that till today, but hey, I get to pretend. So trivia question number three, what was the profession of the person? This is a very Halloween-y one, kind of, kind of, candy. What was the profession of the person who invented cotton candy? A, it was a dentist. B, it was a fiber. A lab. dentist. I know this one. A, it's dentist. It's... <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Can and honestly, too, security. it's like uh, these are the kind of things you, you don't necessarily consider. Uh, the dentist, are they? Did he create that to create cavities to put put money in the bank? I mean, you know, there have been stranger conspiracies. That one seems pretty. That one seems pretty <laughs> obvious. <laughs> yeah. Job security for sure. All right, you're doing good. You've uh, you have won all of them so far, three out of three because you guessed a lawyer and that that was a f- sufficient answer. So, number four, what was Bram Stoker's original name for Dracula? A, Mister Deathmouth. Deathmouth. B, Count Vampire. Or C, Duke of Blood. I'm going to go Duke of Blood there. It was B, Count Wampire. Count Wampire? Oh my God. I was not, uh, I would not have guessed that. Interesting. It's kind. It's like a version of the German word for vampire, which if you look up German word for vampire, it's like vampire, but vampire. And so. He changed the name to Dracula after seeing the name in a book he borrowed from the library in 1890. Fascinating. Right. So that was just the horror segment. Now, before we move on to the next one, what's your favorite horror film? Favorite horror film? That's a great question. I'm not a huge horror guy. But I'm friends with a lot of horror filmmakers, so I, you know, I'm kind of horror adjacent. Um, right. Me too. But I have made a zombie film. Uh, I can't say that's the best one ever made. I actually rewatched it with with one of the friends I made it with, and you know, you know, if you watch a project you made ten years ago, you're usually kind of like, oh my god. But you know what? I I uh, someone asked me this recently, and uh, this is not total horror, but have you seen uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the mockumentary about vampires from the guys who did... Uh, no, uh, it looks amazing. It's got a... Uh, Flight of the Concords? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Flight of the Concords, the uh, New Zealanders. And isn't Taika Waititi in it? He's yes, a- he's in it. It's a director of um, Jojo Rabbit. And uh, it's just a fun... Well, if it gets too scary, I just can't. I just can't quite take it. So something like that is just the perfect, uh, you know, level for me. I think, you know, one of the last horror films I watched was uh, The Ring, and uh, I just The Ring just rocked my world. And so you see, my tolerance is not super high. Uh, I've watched some of Brandon Cole's got some amazing. I actually had to turn one of Brandon's short films off. It was so good that like. Four or five minutes in, I was like, it, "The tension was was too strong. I had to I had to step away." And he took that as a compliment. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll okay. go. What we do in the shadows, followed closely by Hocus Pocus. 
which of course is uh you know horror yeah. adjacent uh um, um, yeah good well halloween movies you know don't have to be horror there's just like what do you watch at halloween and uh i'm actually wearing one of my favorite a uh, costume from one of my favorite films donnie darko yes yeah yes. the hoodie and uh this the skeleton suit ones i forgot about that yeah donnie darko i mean that is like when in donnie darko when it's the the scene the like the music you know for me donnie darko a combination with the visuals is like the best that was so inspired because that's one of my favorite parts about filmmaking is adding music into visuals and no i mean there was scorsese who kind of I think did it better than anyone for a long time. And then like Donnie Darko just has such a unique, uh, oh, yeah. 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 Just definitely one of the best. And I watched that at like the most impressionable time of my uh, formative years, you know, as like uh, this brooding <clears throat> preteen or, you know, yeah. middle school. And it just like, it just went in there and mad world at the end, Gary oh, Jules, God. dude, it, it changed my life forever yeah so i mean that's what that's what we want to do you know that's why we do it and that's why somebody like you jumps into a project is the love of it you know and yeah that's that's what it's all about and question that. on the music front you've got a dido uh reference in the first segment are you gonna get are you gonna get a dido song uh potentially the film version I am project. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. If I if I get to, manifest it, yeah, Dido, sure. yes. Oh yeah, and I was writing it when I was listening to that song, and it just was like I felt it, and you know, so yeah, that would be perfect. But we compromise if we have to, you know. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about before we go to the next trivia thing, Catalyst and Duluth. And, uh, you, you know, you were here before Catalyst, as was I, for a few years. It came here in 2018. What do you think of what's going on here with it's, Catalyst and UMFO? It's blowing my mind. It's, 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 it's so much to wrap, you know, your head around. It's like this is happening in, in Duluth. And, uh, you know, Philip Gilpin and Ricky McManus have done an absolutely unbelievable job of putting this thing together. I went in 2019 and it was like, you know, a fully formed wonderful event, met a lot of people there who I've still been in touch with. Um, and then this year, like this, it was, it was bigger and better and like just as mind blowing. And, uh, and so many amazing creators from all over the world, they're here in Duluth. And then it's in conjunction with the fact that the 25% the incentive has been passed for St. Louis County. There's a 25% incentive that's getting passed from Minnesota. And then there's the IRRB refund. So if you filmed in, in a particular area, you could get up to 70% back. Um, so just, just absolutely amazing. And, you know, I think it's been a rich history of film the past, you know, 10, 15 years. Rick Hansen. Uh, who's, who's absolutely awesome, not related. Uh, right. he, we both have a uh, last name Hanson, but we've been friends for a long time. And, and he started the Duluth Superior Film Festival. And that, you know, having that in the area for that number of years really has fostered the film community here and a lot, a lot, a lot of us Duluth filmmakers to make connections with 
with people from across the country, you know? And so it just seems to be this awesome building thing that, you know, who knows where it's going, but it's clearly, there's like the Neil Young sign, there's something happening here, what it is ain't exactly clear, uh, but it's cool. And um, so I, I'm excited about it, excited to see, you know, where it goes and definitely uh, got a lot of friends all over the country that I keep telling about Duluth and would love to see more you know productions uh filming here so yeah yeah gotta be the gotta be the ambassadors gotta spread the word and that's you know what i did as soon as i moved here from california to pursue a a career in the arts to pursue a career in filmmaking i started talking about everybody's got to come here and uh and then catalyst just seemed too good to be true and but it's definitely true and now they've partnered with the emmys was is the emmys or is it the national academy of it's the National Academy of Television. I don't know if they do the Emmys. They do one of those. I should have looked that up. Anyways, it's it's amazing it, stuff. Yeah. Yes, and you got a project in this year. Oh, yes, I did. I got a screenplay selected to the Catalyst Story Institute competition. That was a great honor. It's uh, based on my mother's memoir. I adapted it into an hour-long pilot episode. So, you know, moving Congrats, that Congrats, that is huge. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what comes next. And I'll, you know, uh, in the future, we'll, we'll come on and we'll talk more about what we'd like to see happen here and how we can foster that. But now it's on to the next trivia. So we're going to go lightning round. So yes. we're going to do 1990s and some sci-fi. And the reason being is Northport is set in 1999. That's why it's called Northport 1999. And for those who don't know, it's set in October in the run-up to Halloween. Transformative, spooky time. Things are around the corner. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, 1999 is also on the cusp of a very important uh, new year and just a big nostalgia time for me. So um, sci-fi, the connection with Northport is a lot of horror movies, you know, have like ghosts or werewolves and there's kind of magic and there's um fantasy for me it's speculative sci-fi it's uh experiments gone wrong you know genetic splicing and abominations turned into monsters and mad scientists so it's all rooted in like a a speculative place i like to say so your first 90s question we're going to go lightning around through these what was the video game that was the first ever video game to be played in space mario kart zombies ate my neighbors or tetris tetris you're right that's awesome Uh, that's oh nostalgia vibes 90s nostalgia trivia what was the name of the villain in iconic 1990s movie toy story was it andy Woody or Sid? Oh, God. Well, Woody was the hero. Uh, Sid. You got it. And do you remember what was on his T-shirt? I do not. I do not. It was a black T-shirt with a skull. Ah. And fun little thing. Um, My friend, Ben Stanton, his father wrote and directed Toy Story, a friend from high school. Yeah, Andrew Stanton is the director crazy Uh, yeah and so we were in high school drama together 
And long story short, he made me a gift, which is a hat with a penis <laughs> riding a longboard. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is, a, that is an aggressive hat right there. Yeah, and uh, I will cherish it forever. So thank you, Ben Stanton. <clears throat> Impressive. Yeah, so Toy Story penis longboard hat, of course. Natural progression. It makes sense. Yeah, so, okay. One more 90s movie question. What was the name of Jack Skellington's pet in the Nightmare Before Christmas movie? Zero, Hero, or Doggo? I'm going to go Hero. Zero. Ah, yeah. sugar. That's all right. So this one's going to be real important to your horror friends. So you better get it right. Sci-fi slash horror question. What was the name of the character that Sigourney Weaver played in the Alien franchise? Is it Ridley, Riley, Ripley, Ripley, or Randy? Well, I know that Ridley Scott directed it. And would he name her the same? I think Ripley. You got it. Yep. I was throwing that one in there. Good. And you knew who directed it. So you've redeemed yourself in the eyes of all of your horror friends. Because, I mean, that's the holy grail right there. So you, you have won the trivia. And so here are some of the things you will receive for your prize. Let me get this pumpkin in shot. He's been back there this whole time. Wow. Okay. Look at that. Amazing. I know. It's amazing. So... You're going to get a one-of-a-kind Madeline Bishop note card. You've met Madeline. She's formidable. And she is, you're going to see how formidable she is. So this one-of-a-kind note card, and when you choose your uh, code name, it's going to be signed with your code name, possibly Draco, possibly uh, something Fedora. Uh, Fedora. Yeah, Ed Fedora. Okay. And then you're going to get a Northport sticker. And uh, you better take some selfies putting those up. And then also, you're going to get something that those th those are going out to the Patreon members. The cards have um, sending it out to more soon. But you're also going to get some one-of-a-kind stuff that will come out to Patreon later. But you're going to be among the first. So here's the creature dog here. You're going to learn about that later. Oh, you're you're going to get a that dog is scary. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get a sticker of the creature dog. And these... This art that I've been showing you uh, is by Gus Trouth. He's an amazing illustrator. I'm so lucky to get to collaborate with him. I'm going to have him on the show next time. And um, yeah, he's he's the best. Uh, he works. Uh, he's part owner of More Frames Animation in Erie, Pennsylvania. They've worked with Vice, um, Adult Swim, you know, Comedy Central, a handful of others wow. that I'm forgetting now, but like, yeah, real, real deal. And I get to work with him. It's, I'm blessed. And so I'm also going to talk to Lance uh, Karasti soon. So, Nick, where can people connect with you? What? Yeah. How can they see your stuff and where can they connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on uh, Instagram at NickTV1111. So I put a lot of stuff on there. And um, so I would say that would be the spot uh, to go. And then on Facebook, we got um, the Groomsman, Hamlet pages. Uh, I started a new group called In Cahoots Creatives, just a kind of informal networking group for anyone who's, who's working on creative projects. Um, 
got uh, bashingcreations.com and hanson.us. At some point, I need to put these all in one place because they're just spread out everywhere. But I'm uh, I'm around out there. You can, you can find me. I love to uh, connect and collaborate. So hit me up. Yeah, I will put all of that stuff in the description. And uh, yes, I definitely recommend everybody check out Nick's work. Get it, Go check out his Indiegogo and watch The Groomsmen. I can't wait to see what you come up with next. And uh, before we sign off here, um, this has been another edition of the Northport 1999 podcast, inspired by the book of the same name. I'm your host, Bodie the Movie Maker, and I've been talking to filmmaker extraordinaire Nick Hansen. Indeed, indeed. It's been quite a journey. I can't believe all we've covered in uh, 48 minutes and 43 seconds. Yeah, man. A lot to talk about. And I'm excited to uh, chat more soon. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you, Bodie. Talk to you later.